0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Moss, the official podcast of Somos Mas NM, and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United. My name, of course, is Seth Bidov joining me tonight. We've got a full house. The whole the whole gang is here, Jacob Terrell, Earl Nieto. Guys, I'm excited. We got some stuff to talk about. Some roster news is happening. The USL winter meetings have kicked off down in Tampa. And there's just there's, there's some things we got to talk about this week. But before we get into that, I do have. What could be the most controversial burning question of all time for you guys tonight? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
1: Yes. Hey, did you okay. know? Okay. D- hey, did did you know that turtles can breathe out of their butts? I did. Thanks to Justin Danger Nunley. It's called cloacal respiration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true. that is, that is very true. So, uh, so Earl gave Earl gave his answer. Uh, Jacob, uh, it, it... Jacob's to...
2: I agreed. Okay. I agreed.
0: Jacob agrees. I agree too. I I think it is, and I've seen this pop up quite a bit across social media about is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And if you are with us here on Face of YouTube or Twitter, Twitter, please uh drop your questions and comments over in the chat. We'd love to get your t- thoughts on this as well. Now the way you know obviously some people say it's not a christmas movie because it could happen at any point in time but really if you look at it and and this is the argument and I saw that really like and I've always been a diehard you know diehard fan this is a christmas movie to me what other time of year does a company really get all their employees together because you can't set that at like a 4th of July you can't set that at easter you can't do that at thanksgiving cuz companies don't do that it's the big end of the year thing you get everybody together and so, yeah, I think it absolutely is a Christmas movie. And you can't set it any, at any other time of the year.
2: Agreed. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was the least controversial one that you've asked <laughs> us anyways. Because we all agreed yeah. in two seconds. And, and to me, it's not a debate. And if you think it's not, then go watch whatever you want to watch and call it a Christmas so, um So, I, I
1: on, on a real talk, I do know what I want for Christmas... Um, I'll put
2: this out there for you guys. A
0: striker? Um, That's what I want.
2: You want a what? A striker. A goal scorer. A forward. Strike
0: on box matches. That's what he wants.
1: (laughs) Oh, so what I want is... uh, Let me see here. Let me see. Sorry, I was trying to find it. I want a Turbo Mm -hmm. Man. Get
0: me a Turbo Man. (laughs) A Turbo Man doll? I think we might be able to find one. Apparently, apparently, that movie's making a comeback this year. I've seen. Yeah, that all we watched the place. it for the first time. My wife did for the first time. Okay, I was gonna say if you've never seen it, like that was like when you were like three when that came out. Negative yeah, but I have seen it.
2: Negative three.
1: <laughs> he was not even thought of yet. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. I was actually three years old when it came out. It was in '96. Um, when there was a young Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: I say, what well, well, um, he would have been, what 40, 40 something or thirty something. Like I work for the
1: state, I'm terrible at math.
2: I just want to know what the hell is going on right now. Why have we started a show, the first show in over a month for all three of us, with is Die Hard a Christmas movie, and then talking about a movie that I know what you're talking about, but I cannot think of the name of the movie. So jingle all
1: mean, the jingle way, all the way.
2: Yes. You're yeah, so well, well, the old well, one uh, in the group. No, he's not. Seth is. Seth is the oldest of us. I don't care how old
1: Seth is. You're the one who had to go to bed at like 7.15 last time, (laughs) knowing that we had like the special guest coming on, knowing it was a a Wednesday night, and yet you still text us, hey, sorry, guys, I got to go to bed. Work beat me up. And then, and then, so I found a clip about you talking this week. (laughs) Listen here, you jackass. <laughs> so I found a clip of you talking this past week in the text. and For whatever reason, it read it back to me. And this is exactly what it sounded like. Shh. Hang on.
0: Hang on. What the hell? This is a riveting Checking podcast. Players. Hey, hey,
1: hey. Riveting you podcast. Mouth. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you weren't here last time.
0: Earl's having some technical difficulties, apparently. We
1: had a guest. I was not needed.
0: Hey, I figured, I found it. You freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. <laughs> We're just off to an awesome start tonight.
2: <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I feel like I'm on shrooms, even though I'm not on shrooms. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Earl... Um, like Did his homework. He has a month's worth of... "Quote unquote burns," because they don't they don't burn they don't even really sting they're kind of just like a fly that won't go away. But he's got like a month of them saved up, and he's gonna waste all of them in the first five minutes of this podcast. And I don't I don't know what to do with that information.
0: <laughs> well, so I, before we get into the rest of the show, I, there is one thing I do want to ask you guys. So you guys know that I've got I've got a different situation this year, um and as you can see, I've got my Christmas tree behind me here if you guys can see that. Yep. So I went out to buy a Christmas tree this year and I could not find one anywhere. Home yep. Depot was sold out. Lowe's was sold out. Everywhere is, sold, is like sold out of all this Christmas stuff, like Christmas trees, else on the shelf, all kinds of stuff. So I went online. Walmart had this tree on sale for $39. Clicked on it, put it in the cart. It was green. When I put it in the cart, it was green when I hit checkout. When I got my email saying, we got your order, it said black. That is a black Wait. Christmas tree.
1: So you ordered a Christmas tree?
0: Yes. I had to order one. I couldn't find one in the store.
1: <laughs> and I knew that but it was coming.
0: <laughs> and so it, I thought it was really strange. Like, why? Who in the world would come up with the bright idea to do to make a black Christmas tree? But we got the together, pagans. You know?
2: The pagans. Yeah,
0: obviously. So me and the boys got to put together, put the ornaments on it. you Unless you like get up right next to it and really look at, it, you can't tell that it's black.
2: I can't tell from here.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it's just strange. Like has it, has it felt weird to you guys this year being out looking in the stores and seeing just like how much shit's just sold out everywhere.
2: We don't have stores in Fort Sumner. So,
0: well, your your uh, you your barn, you're stable out there, you know? We, we don't no, have we stores have...
1: either. They, they burn our Walmart down. Oh, fair. <laughs> fair.
2: Is it still closed? Nope. It smells like it's burnt our- Barbies. How do you... I, never mind. We're not... We're not going to go to how Earl knows about what the smell of burnt Barbies is, but um, we're just going to slide right past that, and we're going to move on to... Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. This... Uh, uh, out, off air i will tell you about my last month um because while you guys think i was just uh prancing around having the time of my life it has been good times but there's also been i mean, a lot of shit that's going on um so uh, like i said I'll, I'll we'll chat about that off air but um for the most part it it's it's been pretty normal it's just been re- like i literally dug the christmas tree out of the closet today mm-hmm. And put it up, but it is not decorated yet. Uh it is up and standing in the living room naked. Uh, much like Earl on a Saturday morning. Um nothing, nothing. Okay. Just a slight chuckle. Yeah. Um maybe you'd think it funnier if my forehead's open, much like Earl on a Saturday morning. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> um Yeah, so it it hasn't felt much different to me. And, no, and the, the stores that I have been in, because we were in Berlin and Los Donas this past mm-hmm. weekend, they had stuff for the most part. So I have not noticed, but I don't live in a, in a big metropolis like Albuquerque.
0: Oh, yeah. That, the, the giant metro that I have here. But, yeah, no, me and the boys just put this up yesterday. Like, you know, I, I felt no rush to put it, Well, number one, I had to order it, you know, so I didn't get here, even get here until last week. but. Yeah, it's just I felt no rush this year to to get everything up and do all that. I mean, you know, it's just it's been it's felt different. Like you go into the stores and like yeah, there's stuff, but you know, like I I, I had to go into Target earlier because my son had had an assignment and we could not for the life of us find any like Batman or Robin action figures that he needed for his assignment. So I ran into Target, picked up a Batman and Robin, and like the Lego aisles are completely empty but there's all sorts of everything else.
2: Okay. So I, I will say that the toy sections of the Walmart that I was in this weekend, while not empty, was barer than usual. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Certain stores have done a better job in my opinion. Like the, the uptown targets done pretty well at keeping stuff in, but like other stores, it's just like empty. Like there's just nothing on the shelves. Yeah. And so I don't, I just felt weird. Like I've done so much of my, of my, preparation for christmas this year either through online shopping or like do like the the order pickup so i don't even have to go in the stores so i just thought i just thought i'd ask see if you see what you guys you know how it felt getting ready because obviously we're not gonna have a show next week you know we're gonna take the week off uh, to enjoy the holidays and and uh so yeah i mean are, are you guys ready i mean earl you don't have kids i mean unless you count your you know yourself Um, but are you guys, are you done shopping? Are you guys ready?
1: Yeah, we actually are ready. Um, so I bought my wife Christmas gifts. It's actually in this here closet. So hopefully she's not watching to come into this here closet because then I'm fucked. Um,
2: five seconds later, she's going to pop in behind him and open that closet door. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, no,
1: this weekend we kind of went on a Christmas spending spree for each other. Um, she got me a new phone, which is on its way tomorrow. I'll have it by tomorrow. Um, she got AirPod Pros. I got AirPod third generations. Um, what else did we get? We spent a bunch of money. Um, yeah, so we're done Christmas shopping. Thank God. And I'm going to try to find out. I'm trying to find um a clip of us shopping. It was it was not fun.
0: Well, while you try In to do minute, that, minute, talk, uh, Jacob, what about, about what about you? Are you guys done? Are the kids excited or you
2: know? No, the kids are pumped, of course, but um I haven't I haven't had a second to breathe since before Thanksgiving, so um we are I think we're basically ready. But I know... So I know we have to get my mom. I think we know what we're going to get my mom. We just haven't done it yet. Um, me and Allie aren't really doing gifts for each other this year. Because we spent five nights in Vegas. Um, but uh the boys are done. All of the kids are done, I should say. All three of them. Um, well, yeah, that, that's an off-air topic. Um, the... I think everybody's done. We have one party um, that I need to buy white elephant gifts for. And then we actually have to pick up the mother and the mother-in-laws. And then I think we're done with that. But nothing is wrapped. Some of it's not here yet. Um, Like I said, the tree is up but naked. Um, We're leaving next Thursday or Wednesday night to go to Las Unas for the holidays. So I was kinda like, why am I even putting up a tree if we're not gonna be here? Um but the kids won out and I am going to do that. So yeah, it's just been nonstop, and I think we're almost there. I'll be happy uh New Year's weekend. I'm spending it at the cabin with my phone turned off. So I I'm I'm just thinking about there. Thinking about there. Nice. a little bit of Christmas day and then thinking about after that.
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah i mean i'm you know i'm, I'm done for the where the boys getting their stuff done i keep finding little bits here and there um i kind of and i didn't really give them a lot of a lot of leeway on like what to ask for. i gave them the, the target toy book i said circle some stuff
2: <clears throat>
0: and the big thing that they both ask is pokemon cards which you cannot find anywhere. they are a
2: huge
0: huge thing right now yes they yes came they're back so hard yeah, 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Like, it's been, it hit hard this year. 25
2: years? Yeah. 25 Holy years. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If
1: you ask Jacob, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> you are minus 10 seconds. Um, Anyways, I, I found our clip uh, about our spending spree this weekend. Okay. And it, it's something like this
2: Here comes the money. <laughs> Here comes the money. money, money Did you- did you guys, like, win the lottery or... No, no, no. We did oh, not it's win that the new job, huh? It's the new job that you complain about. Yeah, sure. Have... The
1: new <laughs> job is giving me all kinds of fucking white hairs and, and stress. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. But got welcome you a to
0: adulting, Earl.
2: Yeah. Welcome to the grown-up table.
0: <laughs> and sorry, that, that music there, Earl. I just got to ask real quick. Is there any reason to watch WWE minor leagues? Because I tried watching... War games, and I turned it off 10 minutes, and I said, I can't do it.
1: Um, so NXT used to be fun watching, um, when there was like Finn Balor there, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, um, Karrion Cross, all the fun people to watch. The last two that I was watching was like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, but now that Johnny Gargano is leaving because he's having a kid, it's No, it's not worth watching.
0: Okay, I was just wondering because I, like I said, I tried to watch War Games and it just did nothing for me at all. Like the announcers were terrible, the the, yeah, announcers are garbage. Interesting.
1: So, um, if you're looking for good announcing, um, I highly, highly, highly recommend watching AEW Smackdown. Nope, Smackdown because you get Pat McAfee who's freaking incredible. I love Pat McAfee to death. He, um he and jacob's gonna be a smart ass
2: here so it's like he's to speak to me i know it you know you're really cute <laughs> that's me right now anyway like, yeah, so yeah mm-hmm. um I, the only thing i will say is the pat mcfee um who did he get into it with who did he punt i don't know how long ago this was i saw a clip of it or, on nxt and he like he like kicked the crap out of some dude that was trying to get him. He, Some guy went on the radio show and blew up at McAfee.
1: Oh. Oh. No, my favorite thing right now with Pat McAfee is his Shinsuke Nakamura dance. So in case you don't know what Shinsuke Nakamura's song is, I highly recommend you put it on your... Put it on your... (laughs)
2: We're 20 minutes in. It's supposed to be a short podcast for Earl's sake. Why are we doing this right now? You know what?
1: I'm I'm taking a risk and I'm having fun because it's been a fucking month and Jacob's Big Forehead is back. So that's why I'm happy. Um, So on that note, here's what we're going to do here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's at this point. Let me just put this down right here. I'm going to try to do this without killing myself, and for those people watching on Facebook, I am so sorry. This is my chair. That's Pat McAfee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just pulled, like, a fucking spleen or something. That was not fun. was carry oh. on while I stuff for over here.
0: Oh, man. This show has never gotten on the rails. Um... What are we but, doing? I don't even know. You know, we're having some we're having some fun. You know, we haven't done I this mean... in a while. <laughs> I <don't know>. Yes. <laughs> we're having some fun. Look, look, look.
1: This is our Christmas edition yeah, of Somos Moss, where we have some random white dude with glasses. We have Seth. And then we have John Oh, I thought Wick. that was Seth. I thought that was <laughs> Seth. I thought Seth and was we... some random dude in glasses. <laughs> so we have John Wick. So we're good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean last time we had freaking Coach Steve, this week we have we have fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, I
2: hate you. I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> All right. Well we do have some so in the Mexico it, United States. It's State either football. Aaron Rodgers or uh, Peyton Manning.
2: Go ahead,
0: Seth. (laughs) We do have some New Mexico United news and and some other things to talk about. Uh, First and foremost, we want to say congratulations to uh, former New Mexico United goalkeeper and reserve keeper for NYCFC, Cody Mizell. Uh, NYCFC, of course, won the MLS Cup this past week. So congratulations to him and and their Mm -hmm. team on winning it. Uh, Just goes to show you that uh, USL keepers, are are absolutely worth it. they're they're worth that call up to the MLs level. and so congratulations
2: to them. congratulations to Cody. okay, uh, hold on, hold on. I love Cody to death, yeah, I but I know I he didn't play a single minute. I don't believe he played a single no. minute in between the goalposts. so let's let's. Let's take that down just a notch. I don't want Jerry to be clipping this and then putting it (laughs) to Ketterer highlights or some stupid shit.
0: Oh man. No. Yeah. Congratulations to Cody. Congratulations to NYCFC uh, on the MLS cup. Uh, Also congratulations to orange County. Uh, Orange County went out and beat Tampa Bay Rowdies in the USL cup. God, that Uh, was
2: so long ago. I know
0: it feels like we didn't even talk about it. Like we, we didn't talk about it at all. Last, uh, the last show. Because uh, we thought we were, again, we, we, on our last episode, we talked to uh, K- Coach Steve Famoletta from the New Mexico Runners. And so congratulations to Orange County FC, uh, or SC, I'm, I apologize, Orange County. Uh, they even gave credit to, to Chris Wehan on their, on their social media posts. So uh, bees of course, did come over mid-season from them. So congratulations to them winning the Western Conference, winning the USL uh, Championship for the year. Yeah. So I think
2: I have a way for us to make money, guys. Okay. I think... Las Vegas is way, way, way out of their league when it comes to USL championship soccer. Which is why they're going to MLS. Who? Las Vegas. No, 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 no. (laughs) Las Vegas as in the casinos. Oh, okay. Because they had Orange County as a massive underdog, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, I could kind of see, but... The USL championship, as we've learned, is kind of crazy when it comes to the playoffs. And so they had him out as a massive underdog, and I laid some money on him and won a decent amount. And I think next year, one of us goes to Vegas once a month and just makes a bunch of USL bets. And then we win money. That's that's my goal. And I I seriously think it could be, there could be something there. Because they probably don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. And for us weirdos that like live and die by it, we might have a slight edge. Just it's entirely
0: possible. Way. And that, that may not be a bad idea.
2: So just for a thought for next year. But yeah, so again, like you said, congratulations to Orange County. Um, I was happy, like I said, a uh, few hundred dollars there in my pocket because of them. Uh, paid for my ridiculously expensive anniversary dinner, and um, I was happy. I'd, I mean, I I generally root for the West, anyways, unless it's Phoenix. Um, so I, I was I was happy with the outcome for lots of reasons yeah it
0: was actually a pretty fun match to watch too um and yeah like i mentioned at the top of the show the usl winter meetings kicked off today down down in tampa today i've been looking around to try to find some uh leaks and and things coming out of that nothing that i found so far um supposedly they're going to be talking about pro rel supposedly they're going to be talking about uh changing the the schedule um so We'll, we'll wait and see we're gonna try to get pete on uh here after after the holidays and talk to him and, and see what's going on we're gonna try to help some other folks um but in more new mexico united you know directly related news more roster news has come out but uh, we'll start with the departures um earl i know you're gonna be disappointed by by this first one uh it came out the other day that juan Pablo guzman is not having his contract renewed and he will be moving on, uh, at the end after here, after the season. Um, so let's, let's take a minute and we'll reminisce and we'll, you know, about oh, all the good things that Juan Pablo okay, is Okay, good enough. Okay. Good enough.
2: Um, so no, so seriously, I actually,
1: <laughs> I would have missed that comment or missed that post because it was so past my bedtime. Um, had it not been for a good friend of mine named Sombrero Man, who is now on Twitter. So if you know Sombrero Man, go find him on Twitter. Even if you uh, don't know him, go find him on Twitter. Yeah, the even way. if you don't know him, he only has one follower. Maybe two now because I had to go we follow fall. him on Twitter. Um, so yeah, so maybe two. Um, so yeah, so go find Sombrero Man on Twitter. Um, and I'm trying to get all this in before Jacob fucking mutes me. Um, as long as you're not being stupid, I won't mute you, Earl. <laughs> so... I actually was not upset about this and I was very excited. Um, so
0: I don't even want to give him airtime. So let's go and move on to the next one. No, 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 we have to, we have to pay homage well, to him. no, I think we have to at least say something, you know, he, he came in year one and you know, for all of for, for as poorly as he played at times this season, I feel like he was a presence there in the midfield, those first two seasons. And then we did see that decline. Um, but you know he'll always be remembered as, as one of the first players to come into the club and a guy that you know, was you know really held that midfield role for for two solid years.
2: Um did you watch the first two seasons? I just Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Uh cuz I thought now to be completely honest, I could be a little 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 tiny biased here. But uh I thought Tony Soler should have played over him in year 1 way more than he did. Um, but that aside, he, he is part of year one, which year one, I think we need to do an off season podcast about year one, because it is always going to have a giant, giant spot in my heart. Um, and every player, including Juan Pablo Guzman, um, from that first roster will, Will hold something to will mean something to me. Um, year three, Juan Pablo Guzman. Uh, good riddance. Um, let's 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 reminisce over the good times. Um, like when he passed the ball to the other team five times, um, gave up several goals. Uh, there was that color that great Colorado Springs match where he single handedly almost lost it for us. Um, yeah, I mean, just just great times for the other teams. Um, when Juan Pablo Guzman was on the pitch this year, and uh, I just I really really know that they're gonna be very sad knowing that uh, those seven turnovers per game um, aren't gonna be there anymore. But I, seriously though, I'm a great guy uh, as far as off the pitch from everything that I have dealt with and seen and heard, and and uh, I do hope the best for him. I'll be, uh can find a, a place where he can play well again um, or retire and, and live with his wife in Columbia. I don't know what, whatever, whatever he decides to do or whatever uh, Avenue he decides to take. I just hope he, he does it well and has a good time.
0: Yep. And that brings us to the next departure this year. And this is one that I did not see coming. Um, I don't think any of us saw it coming, especially the, the manner in, in which it happened. Uh, Justin Schmidt, another year one player has decided to, Leave the club, and he is joining the United States Army. Um, Which I mean, this came out of left field. I mean, we were all expecting Schmidty to be back, Um, and you know, I think we can all agree, like he didn't necessarily have the greatest year this year. And but in his history with United, he's always been a a a solid player. Um, He's dealt with some personal uh, stuff, you know, off the field um, you know, with, with, with with family losses and, and, um, things like that. And, and so, you know, in a, in the interview that he gave, he said that this was something that he felt like he was being called to do. And so, you know, we, you know, I, we, I, we put it on, on on social media, you know, thank you, Justin, for, for, for volunteering to do this. I mean, it takes a real fucking man you know, it takes one want some fucking balls to go out there and sign up to to serve and defend your country, and and so you know, Justin, you know, thank you for that, and thank you for you know three years um, being here with the Black and Yellow. So, um, I mean, what were you guys' thoughts when when this announcement
2: hit? I I don't think him leaving necessarily was a surprise. I don't think him retiring, um, or or moving away from soccer at least for now, was a huge surprise. Um, he's not a name that we had necessarily heard was coming back. Um, but I I think just because he's from New Mexico, we figured he was still going to play soccer. And if he was still going to play soccer, he was going to play for us. But the army thing, um, how old is Schmidt? 29, 28, 28. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I've always loved about Schmidt is, um, his his faithfulness to God and and his um, openness about his faith and and uh, in that message that he he had to the team that's what he said was he felt like God was calling him there and um, I I understand that completely it's why I'm in Fort Sumner um, instead of Las Lunas right now and and so while while my journey doesn't involve me risking my life to serve my country um, I still know. What it's like to be called to do something that's a little scary and a little, little uh, makes you a little uncertain. So, kudos to him times a thousand, and um, I, I can't wait to, uh, to maybe get him on the podcast after the fact and and talk about that decision and talk about now his army life is and and just in general. I mean, he he has often been my favorite person on Mexico United not always my favorite player on the pitch. Like we talked about, I I feel like he did better this year, uh, than he did for most of year one, but you know, year one, uh, you talked about the personal issues, lost his dad in a car accident. His mom was in the hospital for quite a while. Um, then year two, he played one match breaks his, or injures his foot is out for the rest of the season. Um, so the, the dude's definitely gone through some shit, uh, since coming to New Mexico United. So, um, I just wish him the best, and and wish him um, uh, a safe, safe journey there, and that everything goes smoothly. And we can, he can, you know, come back to New Mexico one day and and coach. Or hell, he, depending on how long he's going to serve, he could come back and play again. He'd probably be in better shape than than uh, I am at thirty two. If he serves for four years, that's for sure. Yeah, Earl, what what were your thoughts?
1: Uh, I was actually surprised. Um, I was actually sitting at a desk in Albuquerque <clears throat> when, for whatever reason, I decided to open up my Facebook. Um,
2: I... the the reason is because it's there, and it's like a natural instinct to just do it. Yeah, I know.
1: That's my point. So I sat at the desk, and I was actually supposed to be coaching someone, and I pulled up Facebook and said, and I saw that I was like, "Hmm, okay," and. Before I even opened up the YouTube clip, I assumed that he was just retiring or not coming back. Um, I do know he works at a local brewery. So I figured he was just going to continue with beer in his life and not not play soccer anymore. And then I actually watched the YouTube video. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, that's definitely more balls than I'll ever have because... I work for the state in an office, not in some battlefield in the middle of fucking nowhere.
0: Yeah, I, you know, years ago I had a conversation with my grandparents, and you know, my grandparents were of the opinion that every young person should serve, at, you know, that it should be mandated that every young person served. And I know there are some countries around the world where it where military service is mandatory. Um, you know, uh, I know Jacob, you're familiar, you know, you're a Spurs fan, obviously, you know, uh, son uh, he had to go do mandatory service, um, Mm -hmm. I believe. And so, you know, for anyone like, you know, I, I have family serve in the past. Um, you know, I have, I've had friends that serve. I've, I never served. That wasn't my calling in life. Um, but you know, for, for anyone to, to take that step to, to follow that path. and, And I think it's just, you know, incredible. Uh, and, uh, you know, for Justin to do it, especially, you know, at 28, to, to make such a drastic change in, in his life. Um, it takes a lot of guts, man. It really does. And so, you know, I I think we're all in agreement here. You know, we, we certainly all wish Justin the best and, uh, you know, he will always be black and yellow. He'll always be, you know, year one. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, rosters change, people move on, people make changes in their lives. And, and uh you know i know that we'll always support the guys that that gave everything that could to the black and yellow and, and then you know that type of service is just outstanding so um <clears throat> On to other roster news. We did have some players come in as well. Well, I I won't say, man, but we had some guys get re-signed for 2022. Uh, Alex Tambakis will be back. Rashid Tete will be back. And the latest announcement that came out earlier this week was Sam Hamilton will be back for 2022. And the club is teasing someone else currently over on their social media. Um, I know that we are – of. I think – I can't remember which one of you suggested, it, either being Sergio or – Andrew Tanari. It looks, the picture to me looks like Tanari. I think that would be, I think he would be a good guy to bring back for 2022. Um, Looking at the guys that have been re signed, any surprises here? Um, And do you guys think that I'm wrong in thinking it's Tanari?
2: No, I I mean, it definitely looks like Tanari for sure. Um, So back when Zach Prince was announced, you sent us a list of names. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, open to talk about or
0: um we've talked about it but we haven't like well
2: I won't I won't mention any of the names that you sent but Bruce is the only one that I think has been officially announced from the list that you sent mm-hmm. and so it, you also said something about you know 11 to 13 guys coming back and and with the the ones that we have the ones that they announced um, we're already at like that 13. Twelve thirteen mark. Um, if the if in, indeed tomorrow is Tenari, that's one that we had not heard of. So I feel like have a decent grasp on on what the returners are, which is exciting. Um, but like I mentioned in the group chat, man, I want to see some new faces already. Like teams are already making moves for new faces, and several teams, several teams that we have friendly rivalries with or downright rivals rivalries with have announced, you know, big names for the USL stake. anyways, um, moving teams. And I am very excited about the returning players that we have and that they have announced and that they are going to continue to announce, but give us something new before Christmas, man. Like we need, we need something, anything. I need like last year before Christmas they had announced at least one new player so um, hopefully we get something uh, in the next few days that's that's a new player and it really bugs me that they didn't just like after year one they were just like hey here's the 13 new player or 13 players that are coming back all in one post and this one and now they're like oh no we got to milk this shit the the uh, Instagram algor- algorithms are too good to pass up with these oh, we're going to put a silhouette up, and you guys figure it out. And comments and likes and stuff blows up and gets all the attention and it's... I get all that, but man, is it frustrating sometimes.
0: Yeah, I get that. Uh, And I know that There are folks across social media, kind of like, kind of the same boat that you are, you know, wanting to see some new players, new faces, And, and so there was actually a comment over on Twitter. I think it was on the, it was either on the Alex or the, no, it was on the Sam tease. Someone said, um... And let me. Th- and I, had re- I had responded to the comment and I said, okay, well let's take a look at the roster turnover. Cause they were like begging for new players. You know, why the same roster every year? And so I put out a l- just a little tweet. I said, let's look at roster turnover from year one to year two. We brought in eight new players from year two to year three. We brought in nine new players. I said, there's always going to be turnover, but you, c- it's not a realistic that's-
2: expectation for them to turn over 23 players.
0: Well, that's, that's,
2: So I don't know if I came off like that, but that's not what I want. I don't want more turnover. I just want an announcement for a new player. No, I give us something before Christmas, but I think just the opposite. Like, I think you need that, that core group of guys, that 10, 12, 13 players that are familiar with everybody familiar with playing at the lab familiar with the opponents that we typically face. And, and can really gel and and come together as a group. And then you bring new pieces in to complement those players or like what I, what I'm freaking out about is that as we've talked about goal scorers, most of them have a little bit different mentality than other soccer players. They're a little cocky. They're a little self-centered. They're a little me, 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 me. And that's not what this team is about but we need goal scorers. So how many times are we going to have to swing and miss at goal scorers, hoping that they come in and mesh well, but instead they come in with the me, me, me attitude. And is that, is that going to continue to hinder us until we find the perfect match or until we adapt a little bit and say, okay, we can have this me, me, me guy. That's, that's what we need because he's putting the ball in the back of the net.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely something that we have to that we're going to be watching here throughout the offseason. Um, you know, we still don't know that we don't know the status of Brian Brown. We don't know the status of Ilya Illich. Um,
2: we, we are. We, we, well, we we know the status of Brian Brown. He is under contract for another year Yeah, and he isn't loaned out anymore at the moment. That doesn't mean we won't loan him out again, but the or current tra- or status, transfer, him. Yeah. yeah, the current status is he is a new Mexico United player under contract for next year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um uh you know, we we know that Christian Nava is of course signed to the first team for next year. Hmm. We we know that Armando is under contract for next year, we know that. Two more, is years, under, yeah, two more years actually uh, well, two more years i'm just you know speaking right. um in general and then we know that dev is under contract for next year um or is that announced it wasn't announced
2: but so we're just we're
0: a, we're, we're fairly
2: certain that yeah dev i mean I, I think contract. he has a lifetime contract so probably we also yeah. know Kalen's coming back yeah kaylin yeah that's already been announced we know bees is coming back mm-hmm. and actually kaylin Amondo, and bees are all announced through 2023 yeah, and, and
0: um, I believe Christian Nave is as well. So. Yeah, agreed. agreed.
2: Um, and then who and else have they announced? Sam, Bruce, Sam, Alex, Bruce, Rush, Alex, Oh, Rashid, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, and then we know Schmidt and JPG are gone.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, oh, uh, Austin's under contract too. So um,
2: There's several that I could name that I know are under contract, but <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be public knowledge.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's already been. A, I think it's public about Austin, but because um, uh, I believe it's up on his uh, his agent's uh, oh, his okay. agency's website that he was signed through next season. So gotcha. um, that is out there. So I mean, we've got guys that we know are coming back. We have you mentioned the, the list of guys I sent. We we know that there's going to be somewhere around eleven to thirteen guys coming back somewhere in that neighborhood. They haven't all been announced yet. We know some of them have been.
2: Um. So what we have now: bees, Mondo, Kalen, mm-hmm. Nava, Bruce, Sheed, Alex, Yearwood, mm-hmm. Tomorrow, and then mm-hmm. we assume Dev. Brian Brown's already under contract. I believe Sergio's under contract too. Yeah, I, I, I think there's. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. From the list you sent. Uh... One, two, three, four other players that have yet to be announced that the list that, that Seth sent after that press conference. So we're already at 14 um, right there. But one of those is Brown and we don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But I think I think it's going to be a fairly, fairly healthy group of returning players. Um and a good core i'm happy with with the decisions they made hell just not having one pablo guzman take minutes um <laughs> is is going to be a bonus for the most part
0: earl what's your take on the on the latest round of re-signings or the, latest, or the latest round of announcements do you feel like these players are are worth the next year or do you feel like we should have we should have moved on from from many of them
1: uh, I think we're good. Um, the one that everyone knows who I wanted us to move on from was an early Christmas gift for me, so I'm happy yeah. there. I mean, <laughs> anyone else that doesn't come back, I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, there's... I got, I got what I needed.
2: Yeah, there's... I, I think Alex coming back, uh, despite what Earl says, um, is is a huge, huge move for us. I'm happy with that. And that was one that, you know, wasn't on the list that Seth sent. Um, hadn't really heard anything. I kind of assumed we would bring him back, but you just never know. And then they tweeted the brick wall and then they had to backtrack the brick wall and then they announced the brick wall. And so I, I think from before Thanksgiving, we kind of knew he was coming back. They just hadn't officially announced it. So So I do need to give
1: a shout out to our good friend Casey. Um, because he did call me out on the post like like a jerk. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, I missed it. And <laughs> said that my boy was coming back and we all know how much I love him. Um after to be our fair,
2: conversation Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. To be fair, after the Casey conversation, you warmed up a little bit. You still text us every once in a while, i go, What the hell did you do that for? <laughs> and we just hung our heads and face palmed, but you did, you yeah. did warm up. So after our
1: Casey conversation, I did decide to lay off of him a little bit more and let him make his, his stupid decisions. Um, but it's all right. He's the one that gets paid. Um, actually, let me see. He's the one worth like $175,000 or whatever. And I'm not Yeah. yet. Fair. yet. Yeah. Fair. fair. No, when I die, I'm worth 500,000. So take that Alex. <laughs> wow!
2: Um, wow! I don't... Let me ask you guys this.
0: So, after Justin's announcement, there was a there was a comment over on Reddit talking about the player salaries and how there's a chance that some of these guys are barely making minimum wage and this, that either. Now, the club has already, you know, Peter has already come out and said that the club is committed to paying a li- a living wage to every single employee within the organization is there any chance that these guys are not making at least say 75, 80, 80 grand?
2: Oh yeah. No, they're making think, I don't know about like the, maybe, gosh, not, maybe not like Christian or, or yeah. yeah, but, but I think, so from my understanding now, this could have changed because the player that I've heard it from played in the league a couple years ago and hasn't played the last couple years, but, he said, Tops, your average, uh, little, slightly above average players are going to make like 40 a year. Okay. Now, it, it's it's probably gone up. I think New Mexico United probably has bumped up theirs a little bit more than maybe other teams. But I don't... I, I think you might have Kalen Amondo Bees making 75, 80, 100, somewhere up there. But... uh." I, I don't think uh, Juan Pablo Guzman was making in more than 40 35. Um, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Yearwood or, or Sheed were were super high up there. So um, they, I wish the USL would just have this shit public. Um, I, I understand to an extent, the not necessarily wanting to broadcast what you make. Um, I also think that's a really outdated and old way of thinking. And I don't, I don't think people really care. Um, I don't think if it comes out, Caitlin's making a hundred thousand and Austin's making 35, at least last year. I I don't think that's going to cause a rift between the two of them. Um, but if it is, that's their problem. Like they they need to figure that out. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's just dumb to me that it's not out there in public. Um, I mean, it, it would just help us out to know, like, oh, okay, this is what his value is on the open market in the USL. Like, just let us know. Like, a lot of us will eat that shit up. Like If I had a salary sheet in front of me that had like the whole league's salaries and players on there, mm-hmm. I would go through that all the time and be like, huh. And then maybe we could sit here and go, oh, I wonder if we can afford this guy or that guy. Or can we afford to bring these guys back? It'd just make for more talking points and be more interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I think we all agree the league needs more transparency. Uh, it's something we've talked about a lot. Um, I'm trying to find the the uh, the, gra- the infographic they put out showing um, what the, the, the pay rates and all that was going to be. Um, let me see if I can find it.
2: While he's doing that, I will bring up a couple other like okay here been, we all right no, here we, we go that didn't take me so, than yeah. I
0: thought. <laughs> thank you to uh the, <laughs> jeff Ruder and the and the athletic oh yeah of uh, course so the new usl championship CBA minimum compensation so on a standard contract a player would make uh 2700 a month uh in 2022 that then gets bumped is, to
2: that it, 20- is that per month of the season or per per month of the year
0: uh, I would say uh, for the, the length of the contract, uh, the league year, I believe. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see if it actually says that in here anywhere. So uh, the heart of the heart of the deal is its economic baselines, which are going to affect ahead of the 2022 season. The drafted CBA establishes minimum compensation for championship players, with, with the majority of players earning a minimum of $2,700 per month next season. The minimum compensation would be a combination of a player's wages, as well as any bonuses, any team-provided housing, and medical insurance. Additionally, clubs will have six flex contracts at lower compensation rates for players who may not otherwise be signed under the new structure. So on on a standard contract starting in 2022, it's $2,700 a month, 2023, $2,750, 2024,
2: $2,900, 2025, $3,100. So that, did I understand that that 2700 a month is not the cash that they will receive, but it is Con- cash I, plus housing plus medical insurance plus… Bonuses, yeah. Bonuses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, um, and then a flex contract, $2,200, 2250 2400 and 2600 over the same uh, calendar and, years. And the 2700 <clears throat>
2: is the minimum?
0: Yeah, twenty seven hundred right? is the minimum. Okay. Okay. Uh, these numbers represent a significant increase over what's been standard payment practices across the USL over the past decade. Teams again sign players to contracts without any guaranteed payment in the twenty twenty one season, sources tell the athletic, instead offering bonus laden deals based on performance and mandatory public appearances. Considering contracts like these, as well as those earning less than $2,700 a month, the new minimum composition would immediately improve wages for at least 25% of all current championship players. And then mandatory 10-month minimum length of contracts is coming into the new CBA. And then there's also going to be a per diem uh, that's going to be given to players. Um Currently, most clubs that do offer per diem reimburse the players after the fact. The second is a greater structure for player appearances on my, on behalf of their clubs. So, I mean, if you're making twenty seven hundred dollars a month, and you pay you play what March to November. That's nine months, so that's almost twenty seven thousand dollars.
2: I, I think we say ten months because I yeah, I mean they go
0: yeah like through, february yeah. yeah
2: so so i think we say 10 months out of the year so that's 27,000 yeah. um minimum uh, of course that's not necessarily cash like we said so that i mean medical insurance is expensive as hell yeah so is. i don't know i don't know what uh what that would actually equal in cash payment but i mean if your housing's getting taken care of then then you have that's a significant chunk of your expenses okay. that's not there. So I don't even bring
0: home twenty seven hundred dollars a month.
2: I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so that is uh, a, that, that that's decent. That's um, um workable and, and if that's the minimum then that's good. Yeah. I, I I like that being in the minimum. I'm very curious to see well that I'm we can do a deep dive on the the CBA and and everything that it entails and how it would affect smaller clubs and everything at a later date, but um, yeah, I, I am glad it's getting done. Yeah, so you know the the question was
0: about you know is is Justin leaving you know because of salary and all this kind of stuff? I said, and I commented I said you know we do know that Justin was also working at you know at, at a certain brewery here in town. Uh, we knew that. Most folks do that
2: as well. I, but and so, to to me, that wasn't about making money. To me, that was no. a passion project. Yeah, so he and, just liked doing it.
0: Yeah, and and I said, you know, I don't think Justin's leaving because of the money. You know, um, I think that he's leaving because he he truly feels called to do this. Mm-hmm. And and so I just thought that would be an interesting question. I mean, Earl, do you feel like the players are are being fairly compensated, or um, do you think that there needs to be more? In this, like, does does the salary need to be? There's a 27. Do you, do you guys think maybe the 2700 needs to be a minimum on top of player housing and insurance and all that kind of stuff? Or do you think it's fine the way it is? I would like to see that on top of
1: the housing and salary and insurance and all that fun stuff. Um, I know for one, I mean, going home with 27,000 and then having to pay for everything else, you you're not making much 27,000 already is about 13, 14 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. Considering the amount of work that these guys are putting in to make 14 bucks an hour, it's not really fair. Then you take that 14 bucks an hour. Now you have to pay, pay travel expenses. If you're moving out here or pay housing costs, because the housing market out in Albuquerque is just, stupidly ridiculous. Um, I don't think it's fair. I think they should be making more on top. So I think they should be making more with all that included or wait, hold on. Let me let me backtrack. I think it's making more without that included or keep the same and include everything
0: else into it. Hey, Jacob, do you, do you, do you think it's I mean you've already kind of said but what do you think about Earl's take here should it be on top of the housing and the and the insurance or do you think it's
2: fine the way it is I mean I don't I don't know what they're taking out for housing and insurance so I don't know it it, it um the lack of transparency and whatnot just just makes it hard to really comment on it i I have a family of four, and I do have my wife's salary that is true, but I am set to bring home less than that less than twenty seven thousand a year for this whole year and I'm fine i uh we're we're taken care of so I think for if if that's the minimum, so you're looking at like a Touche or a Nava. Um, or uh, I don't know um, Sergio uh, Sergi, sorry, uh, Sergi Samson Sergi from last year. I I think if you're looking at that, those guys, yeah, that's enough. I mean, where else, you're not going to make with minimum wage being raised, sure, you might be able to make that doing something else, but these guys get to use the USL as a stepping stone, hopefully try to get to a higher pay by performing well. They get to play a game. Um, And by no means am I saying it's not work because they bust their ass to do it. But um, I, I think as a first step for those kinds of players, I think it's, it's just fine whether it includes the housing or not um it, it to me it is uh it's a decent amount to start off with since it since we are talking minimum now if you're talking about a Kalen or a weehan or a dev or somebody that's been in the league for a while uh, um then no but i i don't think anybody's going to weehan and saying hey come play for us for twenty seven thousand minus insurance minus housing um, plus a little bit of per diem. I don't, I don't think that's happening. So I think it, I mean, I think it has to be fair because this is what the players are fighting for. This is their, uh, what they want as a minimum. So they obviously think it's fair. So I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, every, every job's going to have
0: its salary points. Um, you know, there's no way that I could go back and, and do something for in the, in the same line of work for a significant less money. And so, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, guys like Kalen, B's, Dev, the guys who've been around, guys who are experienced, you know, surely they're making more than that. And and with any luck, you know, we're going to try to, you know, again, we can't, I don't want to say anything like we're, we are working on something, you know, to, with the club. Uh, you know, I've already talked to, to David about a couple things and so haven't got anything settled yet, but looking at doing some things. So hopefully we can, you know, get our foot in the door and kind of look at these things a little bit more in depth and kind of get a better idea uh, of where things are at. And so, um, yeah, you know, um, not a whole lot, not too much else going
2: on. I I have, uh, I have a small list of usl based transactions that i just want to get you guys' initial thoughts up because because like i said i haven't been on for over a month um so i'm just gonna say the transaction just quick reaction uh from you seth and then from Earl. uh mark lowry leaving el paso
0: um mark lowry leaving el paso that's a massive coup for indy no idea what what mark lowry is thinking leaving el paso
2: Earl, FIP. Yeah, yes. That's what I wanted for him. Um, <laughs> along the same lines, we have seen two players, at least, go with Lowry to uh, Indy um, in Brian and Brian Rebion and Meshach Jerome. Um, thoughts on those?
0: Farewell. Don't let the door hit you.
2: Fip. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted from <laughs> Um my thoughts on those three real quick. Um El Paso's stupid uh for for letting uh Lowry go. Um I think Mishak is gonna be a huge loss for them that people might not realize. I mean he was a center back for them, played almost every match that I can remember playing against them uh, was always in the right spot Is a big dude um, just was a, a huge force back there and losing him is, is going to be difficult. So uh, Brian Marion can suck it. I hate that guy. Um, so I don't have thoughts on him, but all in all, as a New Mexico United fan, I think this is hilarious and great news for us. Um, we did see that, that Yuma came back, so we'll move to Yuma real quick.
0: Uh, I've got my fishing pole ready,
2: yeah, yeah, flopping like a fish. Uh, Earl Fip, good job, good job. Um, Santi signing a two year extension with Phoenix. I don't blame him, Earl.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way, I can't blame him. He was happy there was able to actually get a lot of playing time. So, good for him. Would love to see him come back, but good for him.
2: Um, There was more. Hold on. Hold on. Thinking. I'm thinking.
0: I've got one for the two. you.
2: Okay,
0: What is going on in San Antonio? They've lost Marcus Epps. They lost... Uh, How was the Lally. other one? Like, what is going on down there? And this, I wish Harry was in the chat for this one, but What is going on
2: with San Antonio? San Antonio is a club that I feel like has always had a lot of turnover. Um, So losing those two. uh, One, Epps was very overrated last year to me. I, I know he scored goals, but it seems like every time I watched them, he kicked the ball 20 yards over the net and was nowhere near scoring every single time so that one i'm i mean okay he left Uh, to me san antonio if they have jose gallegos and they can build a midfield that can stay healthy then they're going to be a solid club every year that's that's just the way it's gonna have to be or just just the way it would be so yeah epps going to phoenix uh lenley going to colorado springs Colorado Springs also brought in a goalkeeper that was a 2001 goal or uh, goalkeeper of the year finalist. Um, they, re- they re-signed Galena too. Yeah. They, they re-signed Galena. Barry's already under contract. He was already been announced. Um, Colorado Springs is not going to be a club that I care to face much next year. Um, it, it's, I like what they're doing. I, I just, I, there. All I'm saying is there might be a Colorado Springs scarf on my wall uh, before the start of next season. Um, I will not root for them when they play New Mexico United. I will root against them if we're fighting for a playoff spot with them. But if they make the playoffs and we do not, I will be rooting for them.
0: You know, I was just looking through the league transactions and I didn't realize that. Locomotive had resigned re so many players
2: already. Yeah, is back. Richie Ryan's back. Mares, um, Herrera, Loeb, yeah, Fox, Zacharias, Mining, Eder
0: Borelli. Like They've re-signed yeah. like half their team already.
2: So what I did, guys, was I made an Instagram page that uh, I don't post or anything on, but I follow every USL team and um, scroll through it. So when they announce their signings, um, So I see it. So El Paso has been pretty active. Um, None that I'm like, oh, my gosh. Sucks that he's going back. I can't believe that. But uh, I mean, you have your your typical guys that they have coming back and it is what it is. But they have been one of the more active in announcing their signings, especially recently. uh, Out of the other clubs. Sorry, my computer is about to die because we were supposed to be a fucking short podcast tonight. <laughs> well, I'm we excited. are still technically
0: short. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, lots of stuff going on around the league. Uh, we'll have some more uh, either. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out We'll either be back the 28th or we'll be back uh, after the new year. We'll figure that out. But um, appreciate you joining us here tonight, folks. Um, we'll get again. We'll have the episode. Uh, from a couple weeks ago when we interviewed uh, Coach Steve Amiletta, That's going to drop this weekend ahead of the NM Runners matches. Go check them out across social media on their own, on their own page. They are home uh, New Year's weekend. Uh, so get out there to the Rio Rancho Event Center. Cheer on the Runners. Um, going to be a great season for them. Can't wait to be out there and uh, covering them this season. So um, I think that's going to just about do it. Uh, Jacob, you want to get us out of here?
2: Yeah, um my forehead appreciates the love um and and having you guys come on and watch and and uh the comments section was a little quiet, but that's expected uh on an off season and then after a month of not really being here. So um I just I hope that we can continue to provide you with, with content throughout this off season that you guys enjoy and and um, we'll probably have some some topics coming up. Uh, I'd, I'd love to talk about the CBA. Like I said, I'd love to talk about year one. Um, not the terrible Will Ferrell movie, but uh, the um, first season of New Mexico United. Um, and, and just continue to to hang out with you guys. I, I missed you guys this past month. Like I said, there's a uh, a lot can happen in a month. And so we, um, we definitely need to not let it get that long again. And... Um, And I and I hope that the listeners feel the same way that that they were sad that we we hadn't all been together for over a month. So uh, Merry Christmas, guys. Um, Be careful out there. Um, Hope you guys have a have a good holidays. And and uh, like Seth said, I don't know if we'll be back in two weeks or three, but we will be back um, and we will be just as off the rails as we were tonight, I'm sure. Um, So we'll be back in about three weeks because that's about
1: the gravitational pull of your forehead.
2: (laughs) Some bitch doesn't say three words the whole second half of the podcast because he was thinking of that the whole time. He was just (laughs) trying to figure something out. And uh, there it was. So kudos Earl. I'm I'm glad you had the 30 minutes to, to think of that while we um actually carried the podcast you know and so um yeah well you see you weren't here last week so me and seth had to carry the show i mean it's a great show though seth did did your back hurt yes yeah it was uh, was pretty big a little stiff from from carrying two guys on yeah i know what you mean um anyways on that note guys uh have a good holidays We'll see you in two or three weeks. And uh, until then, Somos Más. You've been listening to Somos Mouse, your
0: source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and weekly discussions from around the world of sports. Each episode is recorded live on Tuesday nights on our YouTube channel and goes live on podcast platforms around the world later in the week. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bedolf, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using Zencaster and Audacity.